0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: All right, folks, what's good? We are back. Another episode of Ain't No Seats Podcast. Let's get into it, boys. Uh two played OU, played Oklahoma State. Oklahoma was weirdly close, but also not that close. And Oklahoma State was the first kind of just game in what feels like, I guess Baylor, but the first game in what feels like forever that we just kind of got to sit back, relax. Wasn't always pretty, but it was also really fun at times. We just got to sit back, relax, watch the Hawks cook for like, 40 straight minute. Well, we'll get into not 40 straight minutes, but (laughs) I don't know. B-turn, how nice was it to just kind of have a game that we were relaxed for the entire time?
2: Yeah, I know. Um, I guess it's kind of funny playing against Oklahoma State this year. There's just been like lapses where we can't score. I know they're good defensively, but in the first half kind of jumped out to like a 10-4 lead. And then it was like, I think they went a couple minutes without scoring. They started the game. We started the game like five of 21 from the floor, but and in the last five minutes, we didn't end up scoring. But I think you texted the group, like, talking Final Four talk. Like, obviously, we like to hype, we like to hype ourselves up. But at that moment, like, we really were cooking. And when Jalen and Dave, they've been playing a lot better lately. So, it's like when Oates, CB, Jalen, Dave are all cooking. Like, there's going to be teams that are more athletic than us throughout the country. But when they're cooking and all four of those dudes are on, I, feel, I still think we could beat almost anyone in the country.
1: Yeah, I mean, AB, AB was kind of roasting, or he didn't quite roast us in the group chat last <laughs> night when me and you were like, wow, I mean, Jalen's going, CV's going, Oach is going, like, we're, we're good, boys. Like, you know, we go, we yo yo around, like, we melt down here, we melt down there, but then we always come back and get our hopes up for a Final Four or a national championship. And last night was just a glaring example of that. We, you know, we started off awful, like you said. We really turned it on for a while. And then as we're all getting excited about how good Jalen was, how good everyone was, <laughs> we just play the worst five minutes of basketball you can play to end the game. So A B, as a guy that I said it last last week, you're like the more easy level. I don't know. You don't I don't think you overreact quite as much as me and B turn, but I mean, do you think we're overreacting? When we watch KU play at that level, are we not Final Four good? Or, I mean, why was
3: your response the way it was? Not to throw you under <laughs> the bus. Oh, that's fine. Um, I don't know. I just – you guys kind of mentioned it already. Like, the first half of that game was kind of like slow and then fast and then slow. And you can do that and still blow out a team that's not eligible for the tournament this year. But <laughs> I just – I don't know how, how much you can get away with that for – four six straight NCAA tournament games to like expect a run to happen it could it always could but are like Jalen and Day really gonna be that good for four straight games to get to a final four two more to win a title like I don't know I, I I'm a little more confident than I was last week I guess but it was still like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State two non-tournament teams probably so I know I love Boynton but I just I don't know yeah. I, I'm trying <laughs> right. to stay level-headed so I don't have the big disappointment second weekend of March
2: but like Smart. even before like even before this week though, it felt like we've been been pretty hot lately. Like if it if Texas game the last minute, if the final minute would have went a little differently, like what would we be saying about this team? Cause they Baylor's a top ten team. They come into Allen. The defense looked really good finally. And we beat them. We were up thirty at one point. So it's like if we ended up beating Texas and we were on this big winning streak right now, like I wonder what we would be saying. Cause like that game, we should have won that game.
1: Yeah. I mean, weirdly, that Texas game, even though we lost, like, I think that is the first time I started to get my hopes back up because we obviously had that stretch in January. It was like, I mean, Kentucky kills us. Um, But coming off the Baylor game, I know we lost to Texas. It was bananas that we lost that game. But we just played super officially, and that's what we talked about last week we looked really good. And so I was starting to get my hopes up. Now, Saturday, you know – I get it. Allen Fieldhouse kind of flat. We've had Kentucky, Baylor, Texas Tech double overtime game. Like Allen Fieldhouse had been – we've had these huge games for like what feels like a month straight. Then you get OU, who's not really doing that well this year. It felt like we just didn't have uh, quite the same energy. But we still handled it. Now, I will say my biggest concern right now with this – well, I wouldn't say biggest. There's some concerns. But how much should we be concerned about the fact that this team just can't – close out games like that (laughs) OU game being a two-point game is insane like I don't even know what we were up before that happened um now granted Goldwire is not gonna I mean that guy's not a good shooter he's draining threes but like the fact that we had to sweat that one out and then even Oklahoma State I know we won easily but we go five minutes without putting a single point on the board not just a field goal we didn't score a point for the last five minutes I mean that's majorly concerning heading into March
2: Yeah, I think we talked about that after the Texas game, just after the final minute because we talked about the Oklahoma State game in Stillwater, which we ended up winning pretty handily. But that stretch at the end where there was like 10 turnovers by each team and, yeah, the OU game was crazy. Like I was in Vegas for the game being a degenerate and there was a couple people that had minus 10 and for a little bit it looked like KU was going to cover maybe. Like we were up – I think we were up a couple possessions and we were getting to the line. We missed 100 free throws. CB missed a few. I forget who else missed free throws but it it like it was to a point where a couple of people thought we were going to cover and then I'm sitting on the kiosk placing bets cuz like I said I'm a degenerate <laughs> I look up and they steal the inbound pass get a layup and we're up we're up two uh,
4: at that point they made
2: the layup to make it a two point game I think or no it was I might
4: game. have cut it to one and then we yeah, split one. free throws to go up yeah. two
2: made one free throw they come down Goldwire takes the mid range and I kind of was surprised they didn't shoot a three just the way Goldwire was playing. And I swear yeah. Tanner Groves was hitting a three every time he was wide open, too. I feel like he missed a couple of big ones.
1: Yeah. And I want to talk a little more about that OU game because obviously Groves was a problem. It was deja vu from the tournament. Um, but, yeah, the Goldwire shot, like, you always feel – you always know when the opposing team takes a shot late in the game and when you see them take it, you feel a sense of relief – that's how that gold wire shot. Like, that was such a dumb shot for him to just settle for a turnaround mid-range jumper when, one, he'd been making threes and, two, I don't know, he's probably their worst offensive player on the floor at that. I don't know. But, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I thought we had a – I had a feeling Groves was going to hit a pick and pop in our face and it was just going to be an all-time dagger. Would have been one of the worst losses, but that's how this team is. Like they just don't close anybody out. So you're constantly waiting for the next bad thing to happen. And I'm terrified of that in March. It gives you Trey Burke March type, just terrifying vibes. (laughs) Sorry.
2: (laughs) I just, I want to go back to the final possession. Like, I don't know what you guys, how you guys feel, but I feel like in Allen Fieldhouse. Like you're hanging with KU, you got it to a two-point game, and like Allen Fieldhouse is probably the hardest place in the country to win. Are you like, why would you not take a three in that situation? Because it's like even you may I understand going for the tie, more basketball, but going to OT in Allen, you're probably going to lose regardless. So it's like, why? Not, and then if you do lose, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like if you miss the three, who cares? But yeah, why not? Why not go for the win in Allen?
1: Yeah, so I said I was like I was so even if he makes that turnaround jumper, it's like okay we'll win it overtime. We always win it overtime. Feels like, but yeah, I could not believe that's what they settled for. Um, I mean, it feels like we've kind of tra- I wanted to start with Oklahoma State, but it feels like we've kind of transitioned to talking OU. Um, and now that we're on the topic, our boy Zach Clements, who had not practiced in weeks and hadn't played in weeks, Bill gives him the green light, tells him to go out there, puts him on Groves, and he, like, it's dramatic to say he won us the game, but the fact that he was the only guy that could, I think Bill said after the game, hedge a ball screen and get back to Groves to defend the three, like, one, I love to see Clements, uh, you know, step, we need that extra bench down low, but how concerned are we that Dave and Mitch our seniors mitch is a six-year senior and we can't trust them to hedge above a ball screen and get back out on a guy that torched us last year in march we saw him do this
3: is mitch is mitch just done now well that like, was gonna be my next question right i um, know you wanted to wait for the next game but clemens first guy off the bench like i'm for it I, we uh, cole said this last night but we already know what mitch is like he's been here for eight decades so like what more can we really expect out of him so you might as well take the wild card draw and see if it adds any ceiling for you
2: yeah, and like last night against Oklahoma State, he came in late, and then you just kind of like feel bad for him, you know. Like Mitch, came, Mitch came in; he didn't play the whole game, really. He came in super late, and you're just like, "Damn!" Just because he has been yeah. here five, six years, and I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like he's been a lot better this this year compared to past years. So it's like we're not even trying to knock Mitch, Mitch, but like, what could he? What can he even do differently? He's just a little undersized and just playing yeah. out of mean, position. Yeah, I mean.
1: I think AB said it like Clements just adds an element that we just don't have at all. Mm -hmm. I mean the fact that he's able to confidently after not practicing or playing just confidently catch a ball at the top of the key and launch a three down two, like, we don't have that. Nobody else does that at at the big uh, down low for us. So, but I'm not, I mean, we say this all the time. We talked all last week about it. The bill self trust tree Mitch is very high on the Bill Self-trust tree. He has been. He's been there forever. He knows how to run the offense. He just does the things Bill Self likes. I would not be Mm -hmm. shocked at all if, like, we go two games without seeing Clements again. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but that's how Bill Self is to where, like, you start to get your hopes up that, hey, this guy that kind of provides something, you know, we don't – we've been missing. He's a little more exciting. Like you said, AB, we know what Mitch is. Clements is just different. He shoots it. He's – I don't know. He's more exciting. with that said, I think Bill could easily just, yeah, keep riding Mitch. So I don't know. What is your official prediction? Will Clements be the first guy off the bench heading into March, or will we will we ride Mitch?
3: I I don't know. I'm kind of with you. Like, all it takes one or two bad shots for him to just get in the doghouse again. I mean, that's how it's been <laughs> forever since Bill got here. So um that's kind of hard to answer without knowing what he's going to do but if if he just keeps perform, not like numbers wise but if he keeps going out there and doing the right things I mean I that's don't see I'm... any reason why they would take that away
2: from him if they're going to him right now that's what I'm saying like he doesn't really make mistakes so it's like I feel like he is going to be a guy that's in Bill's trust circle and like I feel like the OU game obviously did get him that circle because it's like Like you said, he was the first big off the bench, and I feel all year. Like I really feel like Zach just comes in the game. He comes off the bench cold, and he makes shit happen. Like he he comes in, makes hooks, he rebounds the ball, he hits occasional jumpers. Like that shot against OU was huge. We weren't really hitting jumpers at all, and Zach comes in. I think it was the go-ahead three. So he's super impressive to me.
1: Yeah, I I love it. I hope. I mean, it's just. I want Zach Clement, I I want that style of play. Like, it's exciting to have a near seven-footer that can step out, hit a three, guard other guys that hit a three. I mean, how many times have we watched this team lose in March because guys are just hitting threes in our face? No contest. No, I mean, we just, even like Villanova, like, you think back to Villanova with Udoka before Udoka became the best defensive player in the country, like, He had no answer for Spellman back then. It was just this guy shooting threes over us because if Doke gets out there, he's going around him. So it's like Clements just adds a exciting element. I was very relieved to see he clearly inched his way up the Bill Self-Trust tree by being the first big off the bench. But yeah, I think AB said it It takes two back-to-back mistakes to be out of that tree really fast. So I hope for Clemens' sake it doesn't happen. I hope for our sake it doesn't happen because we just—I feel like we need that extra element heading into March. But
2: I could see, I could see Clemens having a random game in the tournament like Aldridge did his freshman year.
1: Yeah, or even just like a Silvio Duke game where, like, yeah, you have to score a bunch of points, but just come in and be solid in a weird matchup.
2: Because, like you said, Zach's got really good footwork, too. Like, he can get out and guard guys, and you're probably not going to – a big's probably not going to blow by him. Like, he has good footwork. He's got good touch around the rim. So, I don't know if he'll make too many mistakes, and I feel like Bill clearly trusts him. Or he wouldn't be pulling threes. I think he hit hit another one last night.
1: Well, I was going to ask you guys, like – do you think Zach had the green light to launch that three against OU? I mean, he, I'm sure he did, but I was all even when he shot it, I was kind of like, "Whoa, that was uh, kind of a ballsy shot there." But it worked out great. But I don't know. You question if Bill was that one where Bill's going, no, 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 yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then tells tells him to sit down once it goes in. Yeah, I mean, I think it's potentially could have been that, but he's shown um, he can
2: shoot it though. Is the thing with him. Which, yeah. like you said, that's a huge element in the tournament.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm thinking back, you know, A.B., I think you said, all. You, obviously I think you've had your biggest concerns were you're a Ken Palm guy. So you always say if you're not – what's the stat if you're not a top 20 defense?
3: Yeah, you got to be top 20 in offense and defense. I can't remember what the number is of past national champions, but it's something crazy like 17 out of 20 or something weird. So um, we're at like 35 on defense? Yeah, I think it was 37 on Ken Palm and 40 on Torvik. So we got some work to do. But, I mean, you even tweeted last night, the defense I feel like has come around a little bit. Like you're not going to make it okay. all up in one or two games. But
1: So the reason I'm throwing this out there is I want to throw out a few scenarios for you, and I want you guys to tell me what you think the most likely reason we lose in March. Is it one? A late game meltdown like we've seen this team do. Texas, uh, what else we melt down? I mean, well, we've melted down a lot and we found ways to win, but obviously (laughs) March is harder to do. So, one, is it a late game meltdown? Two, is it a just poor defensive night where the other team makes a ton of shots? Uh, Or three, is it just we get matched up with an incredibly athletic team that we just can't even keep up with, similar to Kentucky? I don't know. Am I missing any other. Like nah, doomsday scenarios for this team in March. Like, I feel like those are the three
3: biggest concerns. Well, there's Actually, one, I got other one, one more free throws. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Well, free I feel throws, like free throws like, can be tied in with one, but also it could be a thing where, like, it's a close game the whole time and we're down Syracuse. three and we're like, yeah, exactly. It's like the
1: Syracuse. <laughs> My, the other one I was going to throw out, which is weird because we're a top five off- offensive team, but like, we can go on such long droughts. And I, I feel like we've said this, but like, There is nothing more terrifying than being in a second-round game against a nine-seed. You go four or five minutes without scoring. They build, like, a ten-point lead, and all of a sudden, that entire crowd, which half of which isn't even there to watch that game, Uh starts to completely turn on you, and it becomes a road game. And so, like, that terrifies me the most, maybe, is the droughts, but it's hard to think that's going to be what derails this team because we, like, we win a ton of those games where we have droughts. We win by double digits sometimes. So, I don't know. Those three, four scenarios, what's the one that has you most scared?
2: Um, I was just going to say, I feel like the droughts, I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like the droughts is almost like a college basketball thing.
3: Yeah, I agree with that too.
2: But, I mean, I was going to say one before you said three, so it would be a mix between between, (laughs) between those two. Just because for two, I just feel like Bill eventually gets the guys to buy in defensively. And like we said, they have bought in. They've been a lot better defensively. But I got to say the meltdown thing, I mean, we we're, were seconds away from losing that game to OU and we were up like eight late and then we talked about the game in Stillwater. Like, we've been skating by for a while and we had a feeling that it would slip up and we did against Texas. Like, we turned it over twice in the last minute. We left a guy wide open for three, even though he stunk at shooting, but he made it. <laughs> but, yeah, the melt – because we melted down into the, the first half too. So, it's like – it just feels like there's not a guard that wants to take over late for us. Um, Handle the ball. Maybe I've got
3: my answer, but I want to hear yours first. Okay, I think mine's a mix of one and four. I think during our late game meltdown, we're also missing free throws, and it just it all comes together. (laughs) I also think the athleticism thing is like a big deal. But if we're a one or a two seed, we're probably not going to be overwhelmed athletically until the second weekend, anyway. So,
1: um, well, we're all over the place (laughs) because. I think mine's – yeah, like my one thing is still I'm hung up on just like that Kentucky game like scarred me. How much just more athletic and – like that's something Bill Self can't get out of his guys. Like that's what I was going to say, and B-Turn, you kind of already said it. He's going to get us playing defense. I'm convinced of that. We're just – it's Bill Self, the guy – All he thinks about is defense. And I think the late-game meltdowns are going to improve as well just because, again, Bill Self, he dominates late in games. He's the best coach there is under two, three minutes. So, like, I think those are things that can be fixed. The athleticism thing is still – it's not that we're not – I don't know. It sounds weird. We're not
2: unathletic. We're just – Like, last night when you were texting us about Final Four, like – the, watching us like it just felt different like it just they were going at a different speed like they were just on a different level like when Ochai and like CB and Jalen and DeJuan, like DeJuan had some great looks last night getting guys open like it just felt like I don't know I feel like we've looked a little different lately and I was kind of worried about Baylor from an athletic standpoint and I know. Had, I know they're not close to Kentucky like Kentucky's just loaded with athletes but I don't know I mean like be said we probably wouldn't see a super athletic team like I feel like we could – it's probably a handful of teams that are like way more athletic that that are going to be in the tournament like Auburn, maybe like Houston, yeah. Kentucky. So it's like – I don't know. The athletic thing – the athleticism thing doesn't scare me, but the meltdown thing does because it's like you could play a senior leading team in the second round that plays good defense and they press you to death to end the game and you – they go on an eight zero run and we don't score in the last five minutes like we did last night. So
3: – yeah. Well, <laughs> why I threw the
2: scenario out there? We all I like have. That. Uh... <laughs>
1: well,
3: the athleticism thing, bit? though, it's like I feel like it's mostly with the bigs, like the bigs that can step out and shoot, triple drive, whatever. And if Clements is actually going to like be able to guard that at least a little better than Mitch or Dave, then that I think that's why I'm kind of pulling back on the athleticism thing a little bit. I still think there's yeah. teams that can overwhelm us, but it's definitely a chip in the right basket to have a guy that can step out and guard a six ten shooter driver. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, love it. Good old fashioned uh, debate, there, boys. Mm. Um, all right. The other thing I want to talk about is we're talking about Clements. He's been great. I think I tweeted this last night. Got some pushback. People still afraid to admit it, but like,
2: <laughs> Dave is really good again. Dave, I, I've officially been convinced that Dave is really good. I thought he was. A lot, I thought he was a lot better than his box score last night. Like, I think it's from like a under control, like, actually catching and holding on the ball standpoint. Like, he looks way more – you know what I'm saying? Like, he looks way more – No, I do. It just sounds
3: so basic, so it's funny.
2: Like, he's securing – yeah, I know. I literally wrote down under control catching balls on my sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't – like, maybe I'm wrong, but he's actually, like, grabbing every rebound and, like, actually being aggressive. Like, it felt like our guards would be the guys that would go up and get some of the rebounds he was getting last night. And, like, he actually – it actually looked like his vertical might have went up like one or two inches over the last few days or something. I don't know. But he was finishing hitting turnaround jumpers. He dunked Dude, bas- yeah. basketball. He had 12 and 12, so I guess his box score was good, but I think he was 4 of 10 from the floor. So,
1: Dude, I'm telling you, he was like – if you just – Dave is so hard because it's like he can be so bad at times that it like makes you unwilling <laughs> to admit that he's good, but – Then he has a performance like last night. Even OU, he wasn't fantastic or anything. I think he was kind of like hurt a little bit. But like, I was dying for Dave to be back in the game until Clements, obviously. So, yeah, Dave was bad. He was bad defensively. But offensively, Dave has – I don't know. He's got me all the way back on the Dave train, and I'm convinced that uh, he can be the guy in March, AB, as the level-headed guy. Are we idiots for trusting Dave?
3: No, I, I, Dave's Dave to me. I don't really have <laughs> any opinions on him. Like sometimes he'll he show just... up and be great. Other times he'll just, you know, I am worried about his foot. Didn't self say he's like seventy percent at best the rest of the year. Yeah. So Ugh, maybe we should God. add another option to debate of if injuries is going to fuck us over. But That's Dave like two just guys.
1: just.
3: Remy. We haven't talked about him yet, but
1: I was going to bring him up. So let's just do it right now. I, I have a he's take. Done. I don't do think, think Remy's playing the rest of the year. No, I think he's done. Especially with Joe now, being awesome. Like I just I I don't know. I'm not gonna go full conspiracy theory and say that the knee injury is a hey, let's a mutual, let's mutually agree that you're not gonna play anymore. But now you can go to NBA Scouts, say that you were hurt all year. We can tell transfers. Hey, the reason Remy didn't work out was he was hurt. Works out both ways for both teams. Not gonna go that far for the conspiracy. Sounds like theory. you have gone that far. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't think he's coming back. It's, what are we, two weeks from March?
3: It's February and... 15th right now. So, but like, how, three did weeks get... left in the season.
2: how did it get to that point? Like, I don't understand. Like, do him and Bill not get, a, like, is it that bad? I don't know. That's why I don't want to, like, slippery stuff. I don't know. Because we know how yeah. stubborn Bill is, too. Like,
3: well, if we're not careful, we might get called out in Bill's next presser.
1: Yeah, no. And I don't (laughs) think, I think it's definitely mutual to the point of like Remy, I think is probably frustrated that Bill won't let him just play with a little more freedom. And I think Bill is frustrated that Remy won't just buy into his system because he's won a billion games and every good guard that's come through here has bought into what Bill self does. So I don't know. It's just, I don't think it worked out. I don't think it was as good a fit as we thought. Um, now I hope I'm wrong. I hope we can play this back next week and Remy's suiting up and getting some decent minutes. And I think Bill has continues to say, "Yeah, we're hoping he's back in the next week or two. But then a week passes and it's the same answer, so it's yeah. like hard to. Well, he get said your tonight
3: hopes up. that he's probably out again next week and he's still feeling some pain. So that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it because <laughs> if he's already booking off another week, I mean, next thing you know, it's gonna be the last week of the season, then yeah
2: that's what I'm saying they're just dragging it out I just feel like Bill's dragging it out and he's I honestly like when they he said on Hawk Talk tonight or whenever that he doesn't he doesn't know when he's coming back or when he's gonna be back and it just made me immediately think he's just done for the year like he's just not gonna play and Vern got a lot of shit for it but I mean since then he's not playing so I think Vern was probably right
1: You know, like the legerald Vic situation where LeGerald-Vick left the team. We didn't really know why. There was rumors all year, is LeGerald going to come back? Is LeGerald going to come back? Bill would say he's dealing with family stuff. He might come back. We knew he wasn't coming back. We knew it was a mutual parting ways. But I think the difference is with Remy and Bill. I think off the court, Remy and Bill get, to get along fine. I really do. I think Remy's teammates love him. I think he loves KU, and I think he wants his team to do well. But... I just don't think they can figure it out on the court. I think he drives Bill nuts and, yeah, wasn't a good fit. And we'll leave it at that. I'm not going to get crazy conspiracy on you. But it is frustrating. I probably you know. already have.
3: Like, he it had is. to know transferring into KU, like, he's not going to be able to do the same shit he did at Arizona State. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what like <laughs> went into his mindset when he decided to come here instead of trying to go to the draft or going somewhere where he can put up 20 shots a night? If that's what it is, like we said, we don't know. But it just from the jump this year, it never really felt like he was a fit. Yeah, I guess.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I feel like Bills had like he start he. I feel like Nadir was in his uh, doghouse for a whole year, and he started on one of the most talented Ku teams we've ever seen. That's So true. it's like I don't know. And I heard like a few months ago or a month ago, whenever it was, like someone close to the team told me that the feedback Remy got was they want him to be able to run an offense. They want him to be a true point guard, get guys involved, facilitate. And it makes sense, too, because, like, they know he can score. They've watched Remy Martin score at Arizona State for a few years now. So, it's like – like A.B. said, he had to have known coming here that he wasn't going to be able to pull from 30 feet. He wasn't going to be able to take crazy shots. Like, I guarantee Bill told him that. Like, I feel like there was – Quotes from Remy that were like, I wanted to come here because Bill is tough and he's going to coach me and he's not just going to hand me everything. So I yeah. don't know.
1: And I think that – I mean, I think every recruit KU's ever gotten has said, I want to go play for Bill Self because he he coaches people hard and he he makes you buy in and he's not going like, to make things easy. That's really easy to say. It makes a really good quote. But when you have to show up every single day without – I mean, Remy had no clue what Bill's – system really looked like he, he got pitched it but he didn't really know and I think it just becomes a freaking grind to keep up with what Bill Self demands he's such a demanding dude and yeah it just didn't work out it sucks for everyone involved I hope this is all an idiotic segment I hope Remy comes back next week two weeks things are good but it's just I think you'd be getting your hopes wildly high if you think that's possible all right.
2: It's, it's kind of sad, too, because he was coming off the bench against Tech, and I thought he was pretty awesome from an energy standpoint. And is that, is That's that the what, last time we've seen him, or did he play last, after that? He, well, after
3: that was Kentucky, right?
2: I think he played against Kentucky, but not yeah. much, right?
3: He hit a three, I remember, yeah. And then he was out against Iowa State, so yeah. 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 I so. thought he was
2: so much fun in that Texas Tech game. He wasn't making every shot, but he so much energy. energy on both ends. Yeah, he was awesome.
1: That's where the knee thing gets hard. Like, ugh, nope, not doing it. I'm not going conspiracy <laughs> theory route. But like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to go on to our new, my new favorite segment, <laughs> bracketology update from A B. Joe oh, A B, you're a bracketology yeah. guy. I'm in you my track this right stuff.
3: Now.
1: Yeah. I've seen us. We're one seed. We're a two seed. Lay out where we're at and throw me some scenarios on what we could expect.
3: Um, so the two main ones I look at are Lenardi and then uh, Jerry Palm of CBS. They both have us as a two. Uh, Linardi does his, like, full seeding thing, and we're the fifth overall today. Um, so I guess the path to a one seed is just win the conference, probably win the conference tournament. Um, and that should do it just because Kentucky and Auburn, I mean, they're going to have to – one of them's going to lose in the SEC tournament. So you would think a loss might bounce them down. Um, but
1: isn't Auburn pretty much a lock for a one? I mean, if Auburn – say Auburn loses one to Kentucky and then – Loses and even in the SEC tournament, they're sitting at four losses. Like in my mind, it's Gonzaga and Auburn are locks, and then the other two are
3: pretty open, right? I think it's Arizona and Kentucky.
2: Yeah. The Arizona thing's weird to me too, because there's going to be like three teams from the Pac 12 that make it. So it's like, do they have a crazy strength of schedule? Do they have a, I feel like they played a tough schedule and they beat some good teams, but I feel like that's a team we could jump for sure, even though I love, I think they're awesome. Like that would be, I'd be them. scared of them. Yeah, they're good as hell.
1: Yeah. I'd be scared of them. Yeah, I don't know. And so Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky's playing at Tennessee right now. If they lose that one, we'll hop them to the one line. Um, and then, they, yeah, they probably play Auburn two more times. So I think the best shot is we hop Kentucky. But I still think, I mean, Arizona, like you said, B-turn, the Pac-12 is so bad that UCLA just lost to like a, 15-loss Arizona State team the other day. And, I mean, that just ruins your resume for, like, a one seed. Well, I'm not saying I think – I don't think Arizona's bad, so I don't think they will lose one of those games. I just feel like – I feel like two spots are very much up for grab. And, honestly, I've been wanting to throw this take out there. I think it's possible the Hawks went out. I think it's possible. I don't hate it. Schedule soft. <laughs> so, so, like, no matter what happens, if the Hawks went out, we'd be the one seed. What's, I what? guess
2: this- What's worse, losing to Arizona State or Dayton?
3: Oh my God!
2: I think it's Arizona
3: State. It's gone, I mean, I like Arizona it's... State's
2: bad. They are bad. <laughs> they have been a little better lately, but yeah. Can we pull up like Ken Palm really quick and check. Oh, their like Ken Palm's game? terrible, but I think oh, okay. they they beat. Uh, who'd you just say they beat?
3: Yeah. UCLA or UCLA, yeah.
2: And then they yeah. beat. Uh, they beat Washington State. As a 12-point dog on Saturday. So, they've been a little better. But, yeah, they have I've seen them lose by, like, 30 or 40 to teams. But how much does that Dayton game hurt us? Like, if we won that game, would we be a lock? Just because I feel like that's obviously a terrible loss. But it's non-conference. Like, how much does it matter? I just don't know bracketology as well as, like, A.B., I feel like.
1: I don't really get hung up. And, A.B., you can answer this. But I don't get that hung up on the Dayton game because it's, like, yeah, we lost that one, but we could have easily lost to K-State. or and, and I don't know, maybe maybe it would have been better to lose to K-State. But in my mind, like the Dayton loss was so long ago. I don't know how hardly that's going to be used against us when it comes to seeding. But I don't know. What do you think, A.B.? Yeah,
3: I really don't think it will be either. Um, I feel like the big wins that happen in November, people care about those more than like the bad losses. Um, yeah so I wouldn't worry about it too much. I don't even know what quadrant they're in. Was that like a quad two loss, quad three?
1: They're like fourth in the A-10. Yeah, I mean – I mean, they're definitely so better
3: than people thought they were going to be.
1: They were so bad before we lost them. Like yeah. historically bad start to the season.
2: What's well, Is Purdue on the two line right now? Like do they have a chance to be a one?
3: Probably. I'm sure their schedule probably. Well, I guess I don't know. They're seventh wow. right now in Linardi's, so they got I could see.
2: Do, but... I could still see Kentucky and Auburn both getting ones, like two SEC teams.
3: It could happen.
1: Yeah, if, if Kentucky beats them in like what a week or two, and then
3: they I mean, don't if Kentucky play, beats... they don't play again other than the tournament. I just looked. At the oh,
1: tournament. really? Yeah, So they might not. SEC even is so lame. <laughs> well, that sucks. So yeah, They're we really need Kentucky. All. We really need Kentucky to lose to Tennessee tonight, which they're down 14 right now, so you'd love to see that. But, love that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think Kentucky's the team we obviously have to eye as the one we hop because, yeah, hopefully Kentucky drops this one. We'll be clearly in front of them, I think, from a resume standpoint. And then you just assume they lose to Auburn again in the SEC tournament. If we can find a way to win the Big 12 tournament, I think – I still feel confident if we just win the Big 12, assuming it's not with five losses, that we should get the one seed because of how strong the conference is.
2: Yeah, because I know Oklahoma State can't make it, but how many teams are going to get in from the Big 12? Because K-State was like last four out last night, and they end up beating the – I guess West Virginia is not amazing, but they got a conference win. So it's like K-State might be in now. Obviously, KU, Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas –
3: TCU is pretty solidly in. TCU, like, in like what's the six or seven line?
2: Iowa State's slowly dude. moving
3: out, which is wild. I had this combo with a friend last night. I think K-State's got a better chance to make it than Iowa State. Like they're they at least, they at least have some momentum. Good. I know Iowa yeah. State's like in right now, but yeah. I don't know. Iowa State's bad. Damn, they're fraudulent.
2: bad. OU just lost to Texas in OT. So I did not yeah, know. That, did OU have a chance? They I might miss like it they too, won. dude.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe the big. I mean, maybe we don't get as many as we think. But uh, all right. And then we Enough got a lot. Of, <laughs> how many
2: quad win, quad one wins do we have? Like we got to have so, close to the seven most. Or eight. Yeah, I think yeah it like drops somehow.
3: Two. Yeah. Um, a quad two.
1: Yeah, I think we've said it. I really want a one seed. I I, feel, I probably say this every year, but I feel like yeah. this year a one seed feels more important just because I I do not want auburn in an elite a game. I do not want Gonzaga in yeah. an elite eight game. Like you just got to avoid get to the final four and see what happens. But you see those teams in your bracket, you're 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 pretty terrified.
3: Would you guys rather be like the one seed with Kentucky as our two or the <laughs> two seed with Arizona as our one or something like that?
2: I was about to say I can already see Ryan tweeting on selection Sunday if Kentucky's our two. <laughs> but also, you You're, don't see them until the Elite Eight.
3: That's the thing. Because it's like, if if we do get a two, there's a good chance we're like the number one two seed. And we can't be matched up with Gonzaga. Whoever ends up being number one overall, I would assume Gonzaga will be. Um, I could see so Would you rather have like an easier matchup? But...
1: Uh, I don't know. I still want... It's, we got it's a
3: lot of time left. We got a lot of time yeah. to talk
1: about brackets. I just, I don't want Kentucky. But who knows? I mean, we could be overreacting to the Kentucky thing. Like could have just been a fluky game where we looked like absolute trash and like, give me Bill Self versus Calipari in 40 minutes and Bill Self's shown a lot of times he can out-coach him. So, I don't know. I, uh, uh, right. Last thing.
2: take the one seat.
1: Yeah, me too. Sign me up for that. Uh, do you guys think I'm crazy? I've been talking myself into it. We can win out. We absolutely can win out and it feels like a thing Bill Self would do heading into March, like get questioned all year. Everyone thinks there's this big, big 12 race. It's really close. And then we just fire off a 16 and two conference record and go in as a clear number one seed heading the tournament. I've talked myself into it. I I can definitely see
3: it. Schedule soft. If we just go to Waco, which we've done a million times and win, and they're banged up. Who got hurt the other day? That crazy last name. Shamu
2: Chachua. That guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I loves saying it. I've been practicing it all week. <laughs> app right after Scott Drew showed
3: me videos of the missed calls last
2: year. <laughs> he, um, yeah, regular season wise, it's gotta just be Baylor that we're worried about, right? I mean at, at TCU's tough. West Valley's we struggling Morgantown. Texas is at home.
1: I Texas heard so okay,
2: you're saying Big Twelve Tournament we win too? Uh eh,
1: I don't know. I was thinking more so regular season. I think if we won out regular season, we could lose in the Big Twelve tournament and get a one seed.
3: You think that's accurate, AB? Older, maybe, but I, I don't know. People look at that last weekend, so like, like their memory's not very good. So I'd almost <laughs> rather lose at Baylor and then beat them in KC in the conference tournament. Yeah, you I mean, I obviously two out wanna. of three, and you get that win the day before Selection Sunday. I so say just,
2: I say we went out rest of the year. Yeah, thirty six and
3: four, baby. That
1: okay. Um, <laughs> I do – there's a few – I think we, you kind of joked about it, A.B., but like West Virginia this weekend, sneaky a trap game.
3: All trap games. You,
1: you have K-State coming up after that, and then you have Baylor the following Saturday. Those are, I mean, two of your biggest games just from a rivalry standpoint with K-State, and then it's Baylor and Waco. It's like, are you kind of taking a foot off the pedal when it comes to this West Virginia team that's looked pretty bad, but as we've seen – we can struggle in, in Morgantown. And the other game that's going to be tough is Texas, the final game of the year. Now we don't lo- we don't lose on senior night ever, but we play Baylor the February 26th, we play TCU March 1st, we play TCU again March 3rd and then we play Texas March 5th. That is a ton of basketball games late in a season where Bill Self is having our guys play 38 minutes a game. So, like, is there any way we lose just from a pure being gassed standpoint?
3: Like, are we worried at all about that? Maybe. This thought just kind of popped my head when you said that. Like, if we've already clinched outright going into that Texas game, already playing three games in six days, Yeah, does he do his little rare thing and sit some dudes? I mean, the seating wouldn't be locked up for the tournament, so I guess that would play into it a little bit. He's not he's he's not sitting Ochai on senior night. He's not sitting
1: Dave on senior night. Like it's yeah, so that's not going to happen. So (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I I, I've like I said, I jokingly have talked myself into us winning out. Bill Self's done crazy things like it, but AB, you've been on it for a while. The schedule's sneaky soft. It's not that tough. So. I have uh, I think it's doable. It'll be funny to listen back to this in a few weeks and see if I was right or <laughs> wildly wrong. But
2: um, I mean, you'd think we're not going to lose at home. Like we always say, we don't really lose there. At TCU, yeah. probably sneaky tough. I feel like it's nearly – I'll probably be wrong on this, but I feel like it's like a guarantee for this Saturday to be a tight game. Yeah. West Virginia, Huggins gets the bonus, long travel. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Long trip. The bonus. Long. trip <laughs> like, it's a long trip, we just play like lethargic out there. Like we just come out flat. Even the year Devontae and then won that. Him and Svi won that game. Like they came out flat that game. I still feel like West Virginia has some decent guards and like McNeil and Taz McBride, but and they're not very good. But I still. I don't know. I feel like you guys probably think it will be a close game too, but maybe not. I mean, Torvik
3: yeah. only has it minus five, so like. Just oh, alone. God, That's an anxious, <laughs> uh, isn't it? that seems. I right. do not
1: oh. want a stressful game this weekend. It just sounds Absolutely awful. Not. Uh, all right, we got to wrap up here in a second, but I wanted well, to one more. What? What am I forgetting?
3: Well, you go ahead first. I'll bring up mine last.
1: <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to bring up a couple things from the Oklahoma State game. I feel like we didn't talk a ton about it, but DeWan Harris was really good. He made jumpers. He looked to score. I think we've said oh, for a while now, it's like DeWan's not that bad offensively. He just doesn't try to score. Last yeah. night, he kind of looked for his, his his scoring game a little bit, and he found, like, he hit some shots. He even hit one shot that was like, you know how he only takes shots where they're wide open? He, like, stepped into one last night that was kind of contested where it was kind of like, whoa. If he can bring that, then he's a whole different player. But wanted to shout out DeWan. B-Turn, you have any thoughts on Dewan?
2: Yeah, I just think our fan base needs to relax on him. Like, he's a sophomore, and we don't need a ton out of him. Like, we don't need him to be this all American type point guard that we're used to having. Like, Dewan's awesome. He does a lot of little things. I think I thought he's been great running the offense lately, too. Like, he had a dime last night that we talked about to Jalen. He hit two back to back threes. He's been hitting floaters around the rim. He's a great defender. Like, it feels like Marcus when all of our fans are like, why is Marcus playing? Like, he can't score. He can't even shoot. He's not a threat. Like, people would be like, we were playing five on four when Marcus was there. Now it's like the same yeah. thing with DeWan, but hopefully our fans fall in love with him like they did with Marcus. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's so easy to just stare at a box, store, box score and hate a guy, and that's what people did to Marcus early on in his career. And until – I mean, Marcus had to start, like, making these absurd steals and defensive plays where I feel like people's eyes started to open up like this guy's – scary good at defense. But yeah, Dewan was good. That was nice to see. Jalen has been, he wasn't, I guess he wasn't great last night, but he's still just been so good in big good, been so good in Big 12 play, which I mean I I don't think that gets talked about enough. I think Oach and C B get all the talk. But Jalen could very much Kind of be the guy that goes and wins us a few games in March when teams are fully focusing on those two. So,
2: yeah, he had 22, and nine, 22 and nine on Saturday against OU, eight for 12 from yeah. the floor. Like he was, and last night he was pretty good until he missed 100 layups in like five <laughs> minutes. Like he literally <laughs> missed 12 layups in five minutes.
3: He ruined that DeJuan highlight
2: too. That pass was so Dude. sick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> brutal all right ab what what did you want to talk about
3: yeah how did um how do you feel about lebron's trade deadline we can start there hey it's all about the way it's all about the guys uh he's
2: got enough rings already the
1: the buyout options the buyout market is that what it's mm-hmm. called he, he's going after those guys you know sure lebron's been a guy that loves to add age to his team it's worked out on really well this year gonna look awesome in gold and purple exactly people forget <laughs> Uh Durant Darren Williams was a great addition to that Cavs team. Just kidding. I'm annoyed with LeBron, but I'm also at the point where it's just, I don't care that much anymore. Mm. And I know you think that's a cop out. Mm-hmm. He got a ring. He's got five. Or what? He's got four. Does he have four? Four. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got, got, got four. four.
3: Trust me. I keep counting every morning. <laughs> still, lost yeah, so, <laughs> still lost to
1: the Still lost to the mass. But yeah, I mean the Lakers stink. Uh, the yeah, the second
3: point. It's the first time in my fandom that I genuinely believe the Bulls have a better team than LeBron. So it would be How disingenuous. To, he's the MVP. I mean, he just is. Like, I don't know what else to say. No, Joel Embiid. Dude. If we're gonna talk Ku, it's it's Embiid. Like Demar's doing stuff that no one but Wilt has done. Six straight games with. So 35 is Embiid. Blasts. I see like a tweet. I see no a tweet he's... every. I see okay. a tweet every week. Embiid's the first guy since Wilt Chamberlain to do this. Yeah, the difference is Demar plays guard. He's shooting over 50% per game as a guard, mid range. (laughs) Your favorite shot as a a guard. guard. Yeah, um, and they're not even healthy. I mean, they're the two seed right now. Wait till Zach gets back. Wait till Lonzo gets back. Wait till Pedro. But Williams you do. Gets back. Ah, gets back. Stop talking. Wait a six to the books and bucks in the second you, round. It's fine. You do realize yeah. if they played LeBron in a series, they'd lose like that. No, I don't just realize Bulls that. Bulls right. do. I, I, I genuinely don't realize.
2: You that. haven't learned your lesson yet. No, okay.
3: not with old ass LeBron. That's still awesome, but everyone else sucks. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook would not scare me in a series. And I hope you wouldn't get our want... finals prediction that you shot down over the summer. Um, just
1: where, yeah, uh, I wouldn't want Russell Westbrook playing point guard for the Kansas Jayhawks. I would start DeJuan.
3: <laughs> I, I am, yeah. Uh, well, well, maybe not. He would cook some dudes on the perimeter and get dunks all day long. That, uh, might
4: have
2: to, that might that segment or that little line right there might have to be the video that gets tweeted out by KCSN. <laughs> yeah, that, um, Russell
1: Westbrook will come.
2: Fight me. I kind of wanted to talk about <laughs> maybe the worst beat in gambling history in the KU game last night. I didn't have it. I promise. But oh was it you, was it KU team total? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. It had to be take, team total. We
1: didn't <clears throat> we didn't KU, score the final five minutes.
2: KU team total was over under 77. They're up 76 52 with five ten to go. <laughs> five ten to go. And just throwing <laughs> up bricks. But the worst part is back to back possessions foul. <laughs> Zach Clements misses both. Joe gets fouled the next possession misses both. And, like, I mean, I didn't have it, but think about how many people in the world gamble now, just from, like, Barstool and yeah. every – like, so many people get like, I bet there was hundreds of people that somehow had KU over. And you're sitting at 76 with – I mean, I, I imagine having the under – but that that's it the, never
3: goes our way when we have like the side of the bad beat that's good. There's always two a, sides to the coin. But like, I don't know. That's that's, that's brutal. the second I didn't time that. against Oklahoma State
1: because you remember the first time the some guy did like a oh, I don't remember what he did but he did a uh, oh, yeah. KU team total over th- or under thirty both, for the first both,
2: half. Both, both, teams both teams under things, 30. No, thirty.
1: And KU had thirty with like like an outrageous amount of time left in the first half. 29 and yeah, we 29. didn't we missed 19 straight shots and <laughs> the guy won the bet. So
2: yeah, when you go on just 76 crazy points, droughts. 76 points, and they shot four free throws. Like it's not like they were one and ones, missed the front end. They needed to make one free throw to hit. That's that's one of the worst I've ever seen, I think. Five minutes, and you're at 76. That's so bad. I wish you had that weird text. Yeah. Our oh. starters, our starters were still in, I think, with what two or three to go?
1: Yeah, oh, of course. I was like, "Why is Ouch playing?" Yeah. We're up twenty-four points, and yeah.
3: both walk-ons went in and out on threes. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's tough. Oh. Uh. You guys want to give a pick right. on Ku this weekend or no? Quick little pick. I I got the Hawks. I'm not worried. Twelve plus Ku
2: minus five. Yeah, plus. So you don't agree with my take? It's going to be close. I
3: could see it. I just feel like it's some good value. <sighs>
1: I like KU. I think I like KU minus five. I think it'll be disgusting. It'll be ugly, but we'll just we're just so much better than them. I think we pull it out and win by seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that range.
2: Yeah, I don't even know who would have the stones to bet on West Virginia. Like they're just not even close to as good. Cox are rolling besides losing to Texas late and melting down to OU, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I no, still I... like. It. There's I couldn't take West Virginia.
3: No. Yeah, they f- they've got to be checked out too. They're not playing for shit anymore. So,
2: you know. I would like to hear the best song ever, though. So hopefully they beat us.
1: Oh, I thought you're asking me play, to play something. <laughs> we can just play. It. I don't think we can do that. YouTube's like so strict on that. So don't don't come fire up. Uh, country roads. But yeah, um, yeah, good episode, boys. The Hawks one two straight. We get a hopefully an easy win Saturday, which it just – I don't know. It probably won't be, but we'll see. Um, um, yeah. When will we be back next? Probably will we wait until after yeah. Tuesday, 22nd.
2: Also, monstrous game in the Big 12 tomorrow night. Yes. Yeah. Baylor yeah, at Tech. Time. If Tech wins. I this mean a, one is a share. <laughs> a share is locked. And you I yeah. think outright has got to be too because – yeah, Baylor. If Baylor beat us in Waco, it'd be different, but a share would probably be a lock if Tech wins at home against Baylor tomorrow night. Yeah. Need that. Need Ooh. it bad. Uh yeah. This Go game, Red
1: Raiders. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That's it for this episode. We will see you sometime next week.
3: Rock Chuck.